Okay, welcome back. Day number 52 of 100. And we're talking about the head triad, numbers 5, 6, and 7 today, and their uh, common underlying challenge to creativity. And that is fear for these three types. Now, I will say before we wrap up this little mini-series that it's not that other types outside of these triads can't or don't experience these challenges as well. Of course, like anything, these are universal experiences. It's just that they are more commonly or more explicitly found in these triads as a primary challenge. We can all experience all of them to some degree, of course. So, uh, but talking about the fear for five, sixes, and sevens, there are many reasons that fear may arise in the creative process. There's a lot uh, that can activate that uh, instinct for fear that we have as humans. And Liz Gilbert, uh, Elizabeth Gilbert, in her book, Big Magic, Creative Living Beyond Fear, a great book for anybody, but specifically for these types, um, has this section on page 12 and 13 and the following couple of pages called Scary, Scary, Scary. I'll insert a brief uh, language warning. There's just a little bit of language. So if you're listening to this and you don't want anyone else around you to hear that, you know, maybe do this in headphones. Just thought I'd give you a heads up. And she says that creative living is a path for the brave. Uh, We know that when courage dies, creativity dies with it. And courage for her is not the absence of fear, but feeling the fear and going forward anyway, befriending the fear, thanking it for trying to protect us, trying to keep us alive. But then um, in her metaphor, having it ride in the back seat, it doesn't get to drive or give directions, but it gets to come along for the ride. So what she does after that is she lists some of the many ways in which Uh, we might be afraid to live a more creative life. And I don't have time to read them all to you. It goes on for pages, but it's stuff like you're afraid you have no talent. You're afraid you'll be rejected or criticized or ridiculed or misunderstood or worst of all, ignored. You're afraid there's no market for your creativity. You're afraid someone else already did it better. You're afraid everybody else already did it better. You're afraid someone will steal your ideas, so it's safer to keep them hidden. Um, You're afraid you won't be taken seriously. You're afraid your work isn't politically, emotionally, or artistically important enough. You're afraid your dreams are embarrassing. You're afraid that someday you'll look back on your creative endeavors and have a big, giant waste of time, effort, and money. You're afraid you don't have the right kind of discipline. You're afraid you don't have the right kind of workspace or financial freedom or empty hours in which to focus on invention or exploration. You're afraid you don't have the right kind of training or degree. You're afraid you're too fat. I don't know what this has to do with creativity exactly, but experience has taught me that most of us are afraid we're too fat. So let's just put that anxiety on the list for good measure. You're afraid of being exposed as a hack or a fool or a dilettante or a narcissist. You're afraid of upsetting your family with what you might reveal. You're afraid of what your peers and coworkers will say if you express your personal truth out loud. You're afraid of unleashing your innermost demons and you really don't want to encounter your innermost demons. We're actually almost finished, so I'll just, I'll complete the list here. You're afraid your work, your best work is behind you. You're afraid you never had any best work to begin with. You're afraid you neglected your creativity for so long that now you can never get it back. 
You're afraid you're too old to start. You're afraid you're too young to start. You're afraid because something went well in your life once, so obviously nothing can ever go well again. You're afraid because nothing has ever gone well in your life, so why bother trying? You're afraid of being a one-hit wonder. You're afraid of being a no-hit wonder. And she finishes by saying, listen, I don't have all day here, so I'm not just going to keep listing fears. It's a bottomless list anyhow, and a depressing one. I'll just wrap up my summary this way. Scary, scary, scary. Everything is so goddamn scary. Okay, so we've established quite brilliantly, I think, that there is a lot to be afraid of or a lot of fear that can arise in the creative process for us. So thank you to Elizabeth Gilbert for laying that out uh, so candidly. And in terms of the Enneagram, though, let's zero in a little bit more specifically on fives, sixes, and sevens. So fear for fives often has to do with fear of intrusion. Um, And so they need protected space to work creatively, uh, space in which they won't be intruded upon. Um, But they also have this fear of being seen as incompetent. And this might be the the trickiest one because they don't really want to do anything publicly that they don't feel like an expert at, they don't feel like they've mastered. And that bar, that threshold can be set pretty high. And there's also uh, this fear of the world requiring too much of them. So like, if they were good at something, they might have more and more and more of that asked of them, and that might be overwhelming. And so these are a lot of things that can be at play for fives. Sixes, of course, are fearing worst-case scenarios. They are constantly mindful of security. Um, Sometimes it's hard to justify creativity uh, in terms of security because it may not not be something that pays the bills. That might not even be what you're interested in, but it just might feel frivolous when you could be doing other things that have more practical benefit. So they got to get over that hump. And they have this trouble trusting themselves. There's fear that they can't trust themselves. And that's going to be the biggest challenge to overcome for sixes. There's so much improvisation. There's so much unknown and uncertainty in the creative process. There really has to be kind of this internal trust uh, that you kind of follow your instincts or your compass without having to have that constantly affirmed by an authority or a set of rules to be truly innovative and and creative. And so that can be a big challenge. And finally, sevens have this fear of being limited and they don't want to get stuck in a process they don't enjoy. So they tend to start a lot of projects. They can have brilliant ideas. These are some of the most visionary people. Uh, But the middle ground of projects, slugging through the harder stuff and then completing projects are often a challenge for sevens. And so Uh, There has to be some um, learning that limitations actually can be in service of creativity and that just because things aren't enjoyable in the process for a time doesn't mean it's not worth doing or that they won't um, be satisfying in the long run. And then the other, the big hiccup for sevens and the fear is um, this fear of internal reflection. They're trying to stay busy, they're trying to stay stimulated and active um, externally because they are fearful of internal reflection and kind of getting caught in um, the discomfort of, of that process. And not all of it, but certainly quite a bit of creativity and innovation 
and um, just expressiveness, just self-expressiveness uh, is born of internal reflection. And so that can be a, a barrier to some depth um, that they absolutely can tap into, but there's a fear that, that makes that uh, a challenge without some real work and engagement on that. Okay, that is our bit on the underlying challenge of fear for the head triad. I am uh, headed to our Enneagram meetup for the night, so I've got to wrap up, but we will continue with this creativity series, and uh, next I think we'll jump into the types, so expect type one up next, and I will talk to you then. Bye.